Welcome to Manga Marathon. I almost said Manga Cubed, but I didn't. Uh, crap. <laughs> well, now that I've scared away people with my absolute terrible lack, um, attempt at humor, let's talk about manga. This is a podcast and we talk about manga. Nothing but the latest and greatest and manga that probably came out like a couple years ago. So let's talk about that. Um, I am Derek, your host, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mo. Hello, everyone. Good day, good day. How are you doing this <clears throat> evening, Mo? Uh, it's, it's April. It's, it's human. Is it human? I don't know if it's human. My phone doesn't work right now. Ah. I've had a bit of an accident, and I cannot even check to see if you in and stuff. I mean, I could always check in there, but <clears throat> I have my phone checker, but, you know, my phone's not working right now. Mm. Everything I have always breaks. Well, everything breaks eventually, but this time, yeah, we're, I don't know, I think overall things are doing pretty good. Yes, it is April, spring is here. Oh, let's see, why don't we talk about what's been happening daily, let's see, there's, you know, a bunch of movies that came out, I've seen Deadpool, I've seen Batman vs. Superman, mm. I've seen Zootopia. Yeah. Batman, oh. <laughs> yeah, Batman v Superman, Deadpool, those are very topical because what we're going over this week is the first two volumes of the manga, My Hero Academia, or I think it's My Hero Academia, or My oh, Hero, Hero Academia. Academia. <laughs> I don't know, I think, <laughs> I think if you say it, My Hero Academia, it's like saying Academia is your hero, or My Hero Academia. As in the academia of heroes, etc., and so well, on. Well, you know how you know how a manga goes like to come up with titles like that. They like to make titles that just stick out, and you look and you go, "Is that how you say it, or is this how you have to say it?" Yeah. And then, and then, and then you're an English speaker. You're looking at it, and you're like, "That's not how I would say it." You're butchering my language, but no, no, this this one gets a pass because this series is awesome. No, no, awesome is not enough. <laughs> Plus yeah. Ultra. Yes, very true. Yeah, so basically the series that we are looking at at the moment is, it's a series that, it's, well, it's a manga, of course, but it is a manga that is very much a, in the vein of American um, comic heroes, as some would call them superheroes, though I am a little hesitant to use that word because as I recently found out, that word is actually copyrighted by Marvel and DC. They own the joint copyright for the word superhero. I'm still using superhero. Yeah, but Don't you may that. notice that <laughs> you may notice that the word superhero is never used in this vol in this manga. Good point. It never. Yeah, is. it's like hero in pretty much. Yeah, like they'll say superstar or hero, but they'll never put the words together. So. Yeah, it's kind of, I only just found that Where out. Where does it say it's copyrighted? Hmm? Where does it say it's copyrighted? I don't know, in the copyright registry or whatever? But, I don't know. It's something that I'm kind of feeling like I should pay attention to because, let's see, da -da 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 yeah, who took up the mantle of heroes straight out of comic books. Yeah, it doesn't say superhero. It's, yeah, let me, let's see, let's look at another page here. 
Yep, it says I. Yeah, and uh, for example, early on, it's the teacher is like, I would hand out these career, future career forms, but I assume you all want to be heroes. It never actually says superhero. Good point. In this manga, so suddenly I'm like, oh wow, that I never even noticed it. I never would have thought of it, but yeah, the only people that ever use superhero, well, besides Captain Planet, um, who I wonder if they were allowed to do that. Well, actually, no, wait, wasn't that it was Ted Turner? Who owned Captain Planet? If it was Warner Brothers or something. Actually, I'm kind of curious. Captain Planet. But anyway, yeah, because I know they used the term before, and I guess. I remember that show. That show was so cool when I was younger. Now I think about like that. show was so goofy when I was younger. Yeah, it's yeah. Oh, Ted Turner, he of the heavy-handed message. <laughs> but let's see, who was that by? Because if it's owned by, if it's owned by Warner Brothers, they own its uh, network TBS. No, I can't find who owns it. Uh. I can't find. Oh well. That's kind of unimportant. Anyway, the point is we're actually talking about manga. <laughs> so, all right. So this is a series that, well, let's see. Did you read it first or did I read it first? I think you read it first. Oh, I read it first. I remember I read, I read it first. I remember when I first saw it. I remember when I first heard about it. It was like, um, it was after Barrage ended and sometime after. And then I believe I was reading something in um somewhere and it, Said something about how there was like a like a preview of um Horikoshi's new new series from My Hero Academia when I preview more like on the debut of it. I'm like, oh, so this is new one. I saw the main character for the first time before I even read. I was like, oh, he's a kid. I'm like, hmm. But then when they, the way it's described, I was like, oh, this sounds like it might be something like maybe like Toar Magistral Index with people because the way it's described, like you know, like people live in the world, they have powers and they can do stuff. I'm like, oh, it might be like that. Actually, it's not. It, it's somewhat like that, but not close, really. Yeah, the basic. Yeah, the basic setup is that people suddenly started developing powers, and so, you know, that meant that the world. So only twenty percent is still normal, 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 normal person people. Yeah, normal that. Losers. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, that number I find a little bit odd because I'm like eighty percent. Really, that seems a bit overboard. It would make more sense if it's like. 20% of people became, got powers, but whatever, the series sets up the majority of humanity as superpowers and goes with it. But what I, what basically the, yeah, it's because, I mean, I kind of like the setup in that so often think, okay, what if people did have superpowers? I mean, what would actually happen? Well, what happens is some people are like, I'm a superhero now, and then other people are like, yeah, well, I'm evil, so I'm a supervillain now, and so it kind of makes sense that you've got people that, you know, some people are going to abuse their power that they gain, and others will There's stand up against them. Their power for good or for evil. Hmm? There's only people that didn't abuse their power for good or for evil. Well, if I had, if I had like the power of teleportation, I'd use it just travel wherever I want. Although someone who's evil would use it to like teleport into like a building and then just like randomly take something that's like expensive but not easily to be found, and I was like, oh no, I got robbed. What got robbed? Uh, yeah. Why is it? What's all? No, still matters though. Yeah. There was a yeah, there was a movie based on that where the hero gets powers and then gets the ability to teleport. So he starts 
You know, he becomes rich by teleporting into banks and stealing is money. Is that one called Jumper? I think that is. Now that I think about it, I'm like, you know, there's a reason why I didn't care for that movie. It's because the, the main character was a villain. Like, you know, he ends up, you know, people start hunting him down and stuff. But I'm like, the people hunting you down are justified. You're a thief. You, you know, you're abusing your power. And so, but, yeah. So, I actually, when I was... A world, a, a world where, major, where the majority of the people have superpowers would actually be pulled off would be very bad in some yeah. ways. <laughs> Jeez, can you imagine some town, cities in America, suddenly everyone gets superpowers. It'd be a disaster. Mm. But, yeah. So, when I was introduced to this series, it was actually a, in a fan art that I saw. It was... Um, it was kind of uh, mimicking one of the scenes from Naruto, you know, where characters are standing in front of the grave or the monument of the dead ninja and whatnot, except it has the main character from My Hero Academia standing in front of the grave of Naruto, and then, what was it, Luffy and... Oh, yeah, that's the famous one. Yeah, that's the famous one. Yeah, that's, and it's like... That's a actually the one that got everyone else in, that actually got everyone else in. I mean, after when I saw it, I was like, okay, okay, fine, I'll go give this a shot. I'll go read it. I, I, forgot, I forgot how I even got into the guy. Yeah, like, but know. yeah, I first read that, and it's like, basically, it's like, uh, now, you know, this new series will carry the torch that Naruto had been carrying for so long, and I'm like... Yeah, that made me fight, that made me, like, pretty, what's the word, spiteful or something. I was like, it's like, uh, I don't care to Naruto. Naruto's his own thing, so I went to go read it. I was like, oh, wow. I wouldn't say spiteful, <laughs> it made me wary, and I decided, well, if people are saying this is a, that, that this is the successor to Naruto, then what kind of a piece of shit is it? <laughs> Turns out I was wrong. Also, the people that made that fan art were wrong. This is no, in no way a successor to Naruto. In fact, honestly, this is infinitely better than Naruto ever was, even at its best. Actually, there's another series out there that's actually more closer to Naruto than this. We'll have to get into that once volumes of that come out, which I'm... That's actually something I'm curious about, if um, if any volumes are coming out for... Black Clover. For Black Clover. Yeah, let's, let's just say the name, because I really... Yeah. I, I mean, I did give this... I did I did give Tabata some right back then, because... <laughs> no, we're we're all we, the majority were bitter about how Naruto ended for well, yeah, specific personal dumb reasons. And okay. well, oh, it is coming out. Yeah, Black and, Clover, and, the first volume is coming out on June seventh of two thousand sixteen. Really? Yeah. So sweet. That's awesome. I'm, I'll pick that up. Yeah, because <laughs> if you go back to um some episodes of our previous podcast, you can hear us discuss what we thought of Black Clover and. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that once the volume comes Earlier out. Earlier days was terrible, but late, but, but, but as of now, it's actually really good. It's a good manga. You should you should definitely read it, and we will cover it. Well, yeah, we'll cover the first volume when it comes out. Let's see, is there a volume two? When is volume two being released? Mm. Let's see. Uh, volume two in August. Okay, we'll cover um, <laughs> we'll cover the uh, we'll cover Black Clover. The first volume on its own. Yeah, when but it now comes we're out, talking but, about Academia. Yes, because this is a series the where it's by Kohei Horikoshi, who, as we know, did on the second one. His second one was Barrage, which was a terrible, terrible failure, and his very first one was um, it's called the Zoo Manga because I don't know, I don't know what the actual title is called, but apparently 
he really loved that one. Did he he likes to like reference that one a lot. Yeah. Dr. Oz on yeah. Mike Academia. You always remember your first, honestly, but you yeah. Remember. Yeah, My Hero Academia is definitely, yeah, Barrage is one that we've, you know, we've read and it was, it's never, I don't know, let's see, has it gotten a full release, uh, volume release in the US? I'm not sure. I, I think know, it did. Did it? Okay, that might be. Like about two volumes. Yeah, that's as Wait. far as it got. But, yeah, the thing with that series, let's see, Barrage, The World of the State, Barrage. I think it's two, just two. There it is. Okay, it looks like, yeah, I do see that it is available. It's. Yeah, say we might go into that uh, go into that series at some point, but it's oh. ultimately it wasn't a bad series. I remember enjoying it, but I wasn't really torn up about it, you know, being canceled. Yeah, I mean, people were getting pretty. I mean, it was canceled because it wasn't what's the word, you know, good enough, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't. How even... could you? How could you be against something like? Space planet, come on! And now there's honestly, that might be doing that, but War Trek is taking so long to get there. I honestly, yeah, I don't understand. You know, I don't understand what readers of manga what why they like what they like, or at you least the ones. Now I once shown an adventure. That's yeah. Awesome. Well, the thing is, is that it's. I don't know, because the ones whose opinion matters, because at the moment our opinion doesn't really matter. Yeah, I don't know if you vote. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's... They only care about the Japanese voting. Yeah, it is, kind of, it is kind of annoying that, you know, we'll have series that we really like, but because it doesn't do so well in their home market, so they're like, oh, well, we're going to cancel this. Meanwhile, the U.S. readers are just like, no. But anyway... We can, it's not like we can't see influence DC or Marvel comic books itself anyway. So. Yeah, I know, right? If I, if I had That's any... That's since owned by Disney now. Geez. Yeah, If I had any control over what series, you know, of D, uh, DC and Marvel was created or canceled, there'd be a lot of series that got canceled a lot sooner than they did. But I guess in that case, it's more, hey, let's, you know, let's just see, you know, does it sell? Okay. But we won't provide any means for feedback or anything. So I it's like a documentary about about um, the about the origin of superheroes how it started and up to the current time and it was like on KPBS, it was like a long three part yeah. documentary. And it was actually talking about how, how in the fifties D C lost like almost all of their superheroes at that time. Because <laughs> yeah. they had to like they had to bring conform to this stupid stupid measure that they that they said superheroes can't do this, can't do that, you can't yeah. do and where they had to like clean up. I'm like, what? Well, why you want housing superheroes? What the? Yeah, the Come comics. On. Yeah, the comics code authority. It was bad times for American superheroes, but they the survived. Marvel didn't come out to like 60s, I believe. Yeah, they continued. Yeah, they continued to survive and do well. So, <laughs> but yeah. ultimately, yeah, let's talk about the manga itself. Oh so, yeah. Yes, my. All right. So my hero academia is. Let's see. It's about a, a young boy. Um, let's see. What's, what's Izuku? What's his last name? Izuku Midoriya. Midori actually means Green Valley. Okay. Okay. Kind of... Okay. Yeah, Midori. Yes, Green. But yeah, so he's a young he's a young boy just um, at the in his graduating year of middle school who wants to be a superhero. There's one slight problem. He hero. Is... hero. We're not. We're not trying to get sued here. Oh, you're right. Oh no. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, please don't sue me. I'm sorry. <laughs> They'll sue you, but not me. I don't have any money. <laughs> that doesn't stop him. 
But anyway, uh, yes, he wants to be. Yeah, he wants. It's not like anyone. It's not like anyone's gonna listen to this, especially not somebody at DC or Marvel. Also, yeah. yeah, Also, (laughs) as long as we're not making any money over out of let's see, not making money out of calling something a superhero, but if we're analyzing, yeah, no, no, this is a review podcast. We are analyzing the uh, media. We can call them power heroes. That's not a terrible idea, Dibs. <laughs> nah, that's a terrible idea. Yeah. Yeah, that's not very dumb. Well, uh, yeah. I can think of some he- heroes that may that may complain about that. But anyway, the point being, in this manga, like we said, they're called heroes. So he wants to be a hero. Mm-hmm. And there's one slight problem. He is one of the 20% that we referred to earlier. The 20% who do not have any superpowers whatsoever. He's a loser. As his classmates believe, yes, especially <laughs> one particular nasty jackass who goes by the name of oh jeez Gary Oak. I mean, yeah, <laughs> sorry, Gary uh, Oak. Let's see Bakugo. Yes, Bakugo. Who is? He's pretty. Yeah, he's pretty. Uh, he's pretty nasty. I mean, we're talking like in the first chapter. He's saying, you know, he's, you know. Try, you know, he's like telling um, Izuku to, you know, go jump off the roof and stuff. And it's like, yeah, this is a little borderlining on real, you know, on real, the real kind of bullying that you get in the real world. But I do love, um, <laughs> yeah, I do love the uh, follow up to that where Izuku sa- says, it, you know, if he actually, you know, if he actually committed suicide, then Bakugo would be, um, you know, he would be charged with, um, you know, for bullying him into suicide. Wouldn't that be called homicide, I guess? Well, I think it's a little different since he's not the one. Well, I mean, there's, there is a difference. Like, homicide is when you directly, when you murder someone, you know, you go mm-hmm. in and you say, I kill you. And then, well, no, not actually like that. But, you know, if you directly kill someone with intent, um, without, that isn't self-defense. I'm not sure about the specifics. Then you've got manslaughter, which is where you cause the death of someone, but you weren't you weren't trying to murder them. You know, say if it was like an accident or reckless behavior. I think in this case it's closer to it'd be closer to manslaughter, ah. but not directly. It'd probably be its own level of thing. But yeah, anyway, it's a it's a manga about about heroics and superpowers and such and. Uh, middle school kids trying um, trying to convince others to commit suicide. Yeah. Well, that's not the big. That's not the big part about it. Only it only happens once, but the idea is that the the first chapter is very emotionally heavy. You know, because you've got Izu, Izuku who has been, you know, he's gone his whole life wanting to be a hero. Except there's, you know, he can't be a hero because he doesn't have any powers. And I will say that. As I was reading the first chapter, my initial hope for the series was that he would go, um, was that he would become kind of like a Batman type figure. Yeah, I, I, that, that's actually what that's actually what made me want to read this. Oh, oh what well, if he becomes like a Batman? You know, people, some people were saying that too. And, well, yeah, if, for, for it, those who've seen the anime, which actually just premiered recently, you know, well, actually, no, that one just does the, the, the first episode, wasn't it? 
<laughs> yeah, it was just the first episode. But I heard, I heard it's just the first episode, like the the first half of chapter one. I'm like, why did they do that? I well, guess because they really want to see, I guess they really want to see like go go through on this properly. Well, I mean, yeah. So I'm glad Bones, not some other studio. Yeah. Well, the thing is with yeah. Oh, geez, I can I can think of some other studios I'd prefer not. Let's not name them, but I think everyone listening knows which studio we're talking about. <laughs> but uh-huh. yeah. Well, part of the thing is is that. Volume the chapter one is like let's see how many pages is it? Oh, I can't see any page numbers, but it's a lot of pages. We're talking. Oh wait, there we go. Oh, there are pages. We're talking about from page fifty-five five, pages. So like sixty page, sixty pages. Almost sixty pages. Yeah, well, ch- sixty pages. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't start till page five, but yeah, we're talking about fifty-five to sixty pages. So oh, it's wait. a very long first five. chapter, and it covers. Yeah. And there's definitely enough that. The content there's enough content that splitting it into two episodes makes perfect sense, but yeah. So as we were saying, yeah, it I would have really liked to see him become you know a hero even without having any powers, which would have been a completely different story, and I think would have been a lot harder to do, you know. But it could have it could have been a lot of fun, and which is why I've decided that the OC that I created for this series is. Basically that. He is a guy... You made Batman, didn't you? I did not make Batman. He doesn't look like Batman. I don't yes, want to be you, sued. You, you made not Batman, but he acts like Batman. He does what... He... Yeah, yeah well, he behaves very much like Batman. And as, long as, he's not rich, Batman. as long as he's not a rich billionaire playboy who lives in a mansion with an old butler... Who taught him how to fight? At least according, I don't know if that's actually that doesn't happen, but uh, um, well, it depends on. He builds works. his own stuff and and goes out and fight crime at night. Only at night. Why is it only at night? Well, because it, would you be very intimidated by a guy in a bat suit during the day? Uh, I'm well, already intimidated by, by by a man in wearing blue suit and red tights in the day who like can probably punch my face off. Well, yes, <laughs> but yeah, well, yeah, but you know, there was actually a comic that has. I can't remember. I think it was the long Halloween where Batman, you know, his investigating takes him into the daytime. And he goes... I think the only Batman story I know of, at least the the only sort of Batman version I know that probably fights in the day is probably the Adam West one. I think. Well, yeah, that's... (laughs) They're not about to pay for, you know, to take do the lighting for that. But anyway, as (laughs) I was saying... The story that I was referring to has Batman continues investigating into the daytime, and he goes to this bar where he's trying to find someone, and the barkeep is like, huh, you're not so intimidating during the day. And I'm like, he's like, he's built like a tank. How is he not intimidating? So the barkeep gets dumb and tries to hit him with a baseball bat, which Batman just catches in his hand and then just punches him. So, yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, it's... Anyway, the point being that, so this is not that story. The main, okay, basically, the main character did not go the Batman route. Out, he out, does not. Out, because I mean, he meets a character who is who is who's the uh, Superman of the series, as it were. Um, he's the strongest hero with the with these big powers and stuff. He's the he's the symbol of hope. His name is All Might, and he he's all right. Yeah. He looks nothing like any of the other characters. He's very much drawn in an American style. And it's like... What's really kind of interesting with him is that he's very much... He he doesn't have as many... 
powers as a Superman. He's just insanely strong, and he's actually more like the uh, Superman in his original introduction, where instead of flying, what he does is he jumps very far. Oh, I was wondering if he was flying or not. No, no, he's, he's just jumping, and he's actually a bit more of a serious... He's actually more like One Punch Man. There you go. Where he's just insanely, he's just insanely strong. You know, he's not as strong as Saitama in One Punch Man, because with Saitama the idea is that there's nobody stronger than him. But All Might does have some moments where he has some, you know, where he has some, pardon, where he has some, where he's challenged. You know, it's like you know he can take pretty much anyone out pretty easily. But at the same time, there's also a little bit of a a secret that he has. And also, for the record, anyone that's still listening, there there are spoilers, okay? This is not a spoiler-free discussion. Moving on. We're going to talk about, the, we're going to talk about what, we read, what we read in the volumes, okay? So yeah. we're be like spoiler nice or what about it? Yeah, so <clears throat> we get into, yeah, so we get into that All Might, he <clears throat> appears and he captures this, um, this villain, this goop-like villain that almost, um, you know, that almost kills Izuku. He's called Mud Man, apparently. Yeah. And then um, All Might comes and ca- uh, captures him, and then Izuku, Izuku tries to, you know, follows All Might, and is like, hey, um, you know, can I be a hero? And All Might says, yeah, you know what, if you don't have... Oh my god, that, that, that almost reminds me of, of how The Incredibles in the beginning was. Yeah? You, you've seen The Incredibles, right? Like how, how Mr. Incredibles yeah. go around kind of like, um... Uh-huh. Trying to defeat, uh, you know, get the get the villains and stuff and save the you know, fanboys following him around. And then, um, Buddy was like following him around and stuff. Like the Buddy was more just like way more, uh, uh, way more obsessed, uh, obsessive, and trying to like uh, think that he could be do the same thing. that Buddy went the bad. Yeah. Bad well, he was cre- building his own. You know, he was building his own gadgets and stuff and giving himself powers with that. So, you know, Izuku could have gone that route, but he didn't. Because yeah. as we find out that, uh, let's see, All Might is actually gravely injured and can't and keeps reverting to a weaker form. Um, he can't unleash his full power because a villain took out a good chunk of, took out most of his organs. How he's still alive, I don't know, but... It's like me, except, except I still have my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, he's pretty messed up, and <clears throat> we, he basically tells Yuzuku, look, you know what, it's, you know, it's not, if you don't have a quirk, as they call it, the powers, they call them quirks, um, if you don't have that, it's not safe for you to be a hero. You know, you could become a police officer and such, and, uh, Izuku is, of course, devastated by this because he's, you know, after years of people saying you can't be a hero, he's just, you know, he's reaching the end of his, end of his rope, as it were. He's starting, you know, he's about to give up on his dreams, and then his big hero um, tells him, yeah, no, no, you can't be a hero, that's a bad idea. But then the villain that had previously been captured gets... Man- manages to escape and goes after Bakugo and tries to basically takes him hostage and then Izuku sees that and jumps in to save his well used to be his friend but is now just a straight up bully and he's basically the only one that actually you know steps in and does anything 
and then All Might appears and saves the day. And so well, because the other yes, because the other heroes were occupied with other things. Yeah, they were trying. Yeah, they were. You know, they were trying playing it safe, trying. Okay, no, we can't get too close. There's you know, there's explosions because Bakugo's ability is to create explosions, so they can't right. get too close as he's trying to fight this villain who is overpowering him. And then All Might, then we have the big moment where All Might, having seen, you know, Izuku's, determ Izuku's determination and his, you know, his guts, basically, you know, his unwavering sense of, you know, doing the right thing, this de determines that, you know, um, he can be a hero. And it ends with that. And there is much crying and many emotions are had. That made me cry. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely, it's, as far as first chapters go, it's probably the strongest first chapter of a manga series I have seen in a long time. Um, we get, you know, we get the character, we get their conflict, we get a bit of a res, <coughs> pardon, we get a bit of a resolution. Like, it's not fully resolved, but now we have our protagonist. He is in a position where his dream can come true. He still has to work for it. But it's not an impossibility. Something I want to say about about the first chapter of um, My Hero Academia, it does it does give me some vibes of how the first chapter of One Piece and Naruto were started and ended, in a way. Yeah, I think Naruto is definitely one of those series where it had a very strong first chapter, and it was very much a, hey, here's the series, if you like this, you'll get more of this, and then years later, because of the format of how these things are published, it kind of gets ruined. But anyway, I meant the feeling, the the, the feeling of the first of the, of, the, of the three first chapters of each one. Yeah. Um, it it, it just feels like it, like how in one piece, Luffy wants to be a pirate, and then all then you know stuff happens, and then at the very end, things like don't worry, bring this back to me, and then it's like, oh my god, emotions, and then Naruto. Where Naruto, you know, he's trying to like freaking like get the get his um headband to become a ninja and all that. And he's failing, and eventually he um managed to succeed. And you know, Iruka gives him his headband, like like yeah, that too. That's that's how this that's how at the end the first chapter of My Hero Academia felt like to me. I just realized that now. <laughs> I don't think about these things. I'm like, oh wait, that reminds me of something. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's very much, you know, it's very much the very uh, typical. Very good. Mm. Yeah, it's very much the typical um, sort of first shonen first chapter. Yeah. It's like the thing with, uh, let's see, the thing with the uh, with first chapters in shonen is that there's a, there's a bit of a, there's a certain flow to them. Yeah. Um, and this is why I didn't mention Bleach. There's a reason why. Yeah, it's a little different, but because that one was that one was more uh, hey, thanks for giving me the power. I'm gonna protect my family, and and then like, oh no, I thought they're dead. <laughs> oh no, I'm dead. Oh, everybody's dead or something, and just ended that. Like what? That's how that's how the first chapter of Bleach was, I believe. Something like that. Yeah, well, that's why yeah. that's <laughs> fit with with, with, with with the One Piece and Naruto um, compared to like the game there. Yeah, I think. Honestly, it's the thing is, is that you've got a certain, you know, format that you go into, and the question of quality comes down to how well can you manage to handle the format, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, do you do it? <laughs> do you just go into the same tired tropes, or 
do you use the same format and then make it actually, you know, make something really good with it? And so with this one, I definitely think, yeah, this really, really, really does exactly what you want to do for to introduce a new series. It's got heart, it's got action, it's got characters, it's, it very plainly spells out who the characters are and what their motivations are and everything. So it sets you up perfectly for what you want to know, what you need to know. Yeah. And then the following chapters are basically you determine that All Might has the ability to pass his quirk along to others. Yeah. You know? And so it's like, so he says that, you know, Izuku can become a hero and he can, he will get um, All Might's power, but first what he has to do is he has to be trained. You know, he has to, because All Might's power has, you know, it, it's because it's so much power, it needs a proper vessel to um, hold it. And so just to be able to receive it, Izuku has to go through some crazy training, and that's what the, uh, you know, that's what the second chapter is, is Izuku going through his training and, you know, becoming strong enough to, um, you know, to contain the power. And as I we see... Really liked, I really liked that second chapter. I mean, yeah. it was, I think it, was, it, it, it definitely... No, because usually they make it just the power of you do stuff, but you just have to work for it. You mm -hmm. have to work for that. You have to work to earn that power. Yeah, and I can see how people would compare that to Naruto, just because early on Naruto, that was the, the point, was that, you know, he had to work really hard to, you know, to do stuff that other Except people... Naruto messed around a lot. Well, yeah. But, That's the problem. Yeah, he was, uh, he was kind of an idiot. Like, Yuzuko isn't an idiot. He's a, he's a smart kid. You know, he doesn't know... He doesn't know how to do how to do this on his own, but you know, he's still a smart kid, and he's a you know, he's a tough kid too because he gets through the train and through the training, and then he's strong enough to um, receive All Might's power, which involves um, you know eating All Might part of, one of All Might's hairs. Basically, he has to ingest some of All Might's DNA. Well, it doesn't have to be the hair, but let's not go that far. <laughs> You said it, not me. <laughs> but it was kind of a moment where it's like, you've earned this power, and it's such on. And then he's like just holding one of his hair, and he's like, eat this. And Izuku is like, duh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty hilarious. But the thing with the second chapter is that it takes what the first chapter establishes, and instead of... It, and it continues the tone. Um, it's not, oh, hey, you know, this kid, all his dreams have, you know, he's gained all his dreams. Now the thing that really got you into the series, the first chapter, his struggles and so on, that stuff, you know, that stuff's not important anymore. So instead we're going to completely change the tone and everything's easy for him. It's, it's going the route that I was hoping for in a certain extent, because the thing with the power that he gets is that it's not something, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a power, but it's also in a certain way, it's very much feels like taking the route that I was hoping where he doesn't have any powers. He just has to be a Batman type character, you know, uh, no powers, just use gadgets and whatnot, or, you know, just train to become strong enough. But the thing is, is that the focus is on his struggle. 
which is what I wanted which is what I wanted when I thought of okay so he's going to be a hero without having any um, powers right and so but because he continues to have to struggle and because this isn't you know an easy fix this isn't a I have superior powers now now I am invincible and I can do anything no it's still very much he has to fight and train just as much as if he still didn't have any powers he just happens to have the you know an advantage that eventually he's going to be have the you know control over his powers. Yeah, here's the thing. Here's the thing about about the about the one for all power that, that he that he inherits. <clears throat> like you said, it can't like most of us would just go into reading some sort of series like this and we just think, oh, he just gets the power and suddenly his life's all up to days and stuff like how he should go just oh, I'm a Shinigami now and I just need to show me how to roll and all that. Like he just not seen the sword or whatever. He simply doesn't know what to do in the first place. I might have to teach him, but first he's like, no, first you must build your vessel. Like, what? Mm -hmm. You have to be physically fit. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Yeah, it's what not What other series place. has done that? I think, like, maybe Dragon Ball, but... Mm. I think a lot like, of... Still Goku's training the whole time, but... Definitely yeah. says, no, you have to be fit and all Like, whoa. And then in order to hear it, because if he's doing that gun in, like, like just, just the way he was... Well, they did describe it. He just explodes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of series get around this by having characters that are already really physically fit in the first place. Yeah. But with Izuku, yeah, he had to learn. And the thing is, is that we got that training that he had to undergo, but at the same time, also got that same, you know, we, it was still satisfying. It wasn't like, oh, we're going to waste him. Oh, gosh, why do I have to watch him train? This is so boring. No, it continues the character story from the first chapter, and it is a satisfying read. So, yeah. All right, and with, with chapter three, we've got the entrance exam, where it's pretty straightforward awesome. They just This was the chapter that sold me. This is the chapter that made me go, I will read this until the day it ends. Which hopefully it ends the way that the author wants it to end, and hopefully it ends when the author actually can end it, not just because it ends. It ends yeah, it gets canceled. Yeah. Yeah, yeah knock on wood. Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, I what I really like about this chapter is that we get to see how big and crazy things can get, but we also get to see that Izuku is not, you know, getting the powers don't fix all his problems. He still has to struggle. He still has to learn how to become a strong hero. And one of the things is that as he discovers when he does manage to use, you know, use his powers and he does so to save um, you know, to save someone else that is injured and is about and is in danger of, you know, getting crushed by a giant robot. And so he which for the record it's basically set up as hey, you have to smash these small robots that give you points, and then there's these giant robots that are just going to be around you. We don't expect you to do anything about them. You just want to avoid them, so they don't. you don't earn any points for them. And so Izuku jumps in to save this girl, and he uh, uses his power and absolutely freaking obliterates the robot. That's the page. That's the it's, page that yeah. I hope to see animated. It's like... It's, that looks, I'll be able to just say that looks even better than the manga. I'm sorry. Yeah, if, if the anime doesn't, yeah, if the anime doesn't animate that page properly, uh, oh, that'll be so disappointing. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it's the first big 
traditional stand-up-and-cheer moment. We've had plenty of those, you know, at the end of Chapter 1, where we find out that um, Izuku is, you know, he's he's going to become, he's going to be a hero. And then at the end of Chapter 2, you get the moment where he finally completes his training. And then this one, it's, you know, you just get to the uh, the climax of this chapter, and it's just, boom, massive explosion, robot-shattering muscle and bone shattering. Well, the funny thing about chapter two is that he completed his training to to inherit the to inherit the power of the quirk, but yeah. he wasn't he didn't get any any time at all to practice using it. So when he so chapter three has him send send him straight into the fray, and he's like, I haven't had a chance to practice it. Uh, I better figure out how to use it. <laughs> I hope I don't break my arm. And he breaks his arm. Yeah, it's pretty much the. Yeah, the thing is that pretty much. Yeah, there was just enough time to learn how to become strong enough to get the power, but not enough time to learn how to use it. And this is something that is going to be ongoing. Um, him having to see how to, you know, control his power, how to work around the fact that he has no control over it, and how he uses it to really, you know, you know, save the day, as it were. And then, of course, in chapter, let's see, four, he manages to get down. <laughs> he's he's falling, and then the uh, girl that he saved, whose ability is to, her name is Ochako, and her ability is to make, um, you know, remove the gravity of things. And so mm-hmm. she t- she's able to touch him and allow him to float down to the ground without dying, except his, you know, his arm's broken, so he... And he hasn't gotten any points whatsoever. And then the exam ends, and Izuku is just like, "Ah, crap! I screwed up." And then he's, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then a week later, he's just like, he hasn't heard back. He doesn't know, you know, how he's done. But he's convinced that he's failed because he didn't, you know, he didn't get a single point when the idea was you're supposed to get points. And then he gets the, uh, <laughs> he gets the. Uh, response from the UA high school um, where they yeah, they're basically saying okay, yeah, you got zero points, which normally results which results in failure but then you find out that the girl that he saved um, tried to give him some of the, uh, give him some of the points that she earned because, you know, he saved her life and you know, but then also All Might says you know, they weren't just looking for villain-based points, as in, you know, be, there's well, more... Villain, to, you get points, that's not how it works. Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, there's more to being a hero than taking out the villain. It's all about, you know, you, you're you meant to, you know, rescue points, which they don't tell case, them about. You get more points than that, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like that you're not told about the rescue points, but the idea is, yeah, you know, this is a way, it's a way of testing, you know, they tell them, take out the villains, but then at the same time, they're trying to test the character of the person, you know, to see, okay, are they going to, you know, without knowing that it, believing that it's not going to help them, will they do the right thing? Which in this case, Izuku did. He did the right thing and saved, you know, one of his fellow exam takers, but he, without, you know, without knowing that that would get him points. Actually, yeah, that's actually something that just that's something that just got to me. It's like, okay, if they know being a hero is about you know saving people, why did anybody save anyone except mm-hmm. that's like, 
Well, that's the yeah. I mean, that's one of the main characters who becomes the main character later on. He he appeared. He actually appeared in first period of chapter three. He he just starts just runs away. I mean, it makes sense to run away from the giant robot when it appears. But I'm just like, uh, wait, aren't you? Your your future heroes in training. Why are you running away? Mm -hmm. Run away so we don't die. You mean you're running away so you don't die? You're running away so you can maybe find a way to take it down and save people. Wait, what? Save people? Well, they. I think they didn't realize that anyone needed. No, they didn't realize that. But I just, I just realized, like, okay, you know, yeah. Nitpicky about that. I guess I'm the one nitpicky about this. And they had, and they had been told that. Pointed out. Yeah, and they had been told, you know, you're meant to avoid these, but the idea is that. Izuku, that we're showing that Izuku is, you know, Izuku, how he differentiates between the other the other um, students because he, you know, his instinct, he's got the true hero's instinct. He goes in and he saves people even at, you know, even at the expense to himself, which is what happened in the first chapter when he goes to save Bakugo, even though he has no way of being able to do anything. And... Well, it's mud. You're still water and mud. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then we've got make it worse. Well, yeah, well, and then we've got chapter five where we start off the first school day, and of course Bakugo and Ida, the who was kind of a jerk in his first introduction, he was because he's very much the hey you stop muttering etc. and all that. You know, he's very much the stick in the mud kind of jerk that you, yeah, you know, that you meet every once in a while. The kind of guy that's like hey. I have, you know, I, I'm clearly right, therefore I get to say what other people should or shouldn't do, you know? It's like, I, oh, there's these rules, and this person isn't following the rules. I should, you know, tell them what they should do, and meanwhile I'm sitting there, and I'm like, this has absolutely nothing to do with you, leave me alone, you jackass. I'm, oh, wait, oh uh, we're talking about manga, sorry. <laughs> hey, I like Ida, he, he, he gets that's, better later on. That's the thing. In his introduction, you think, what a jackass. Later on, you realize... That's the same Bakugo, too, though. Well, yeah, Bakugo is... Later on. Well, Bakugo takes a lot more time to become not a jackass. But the thing with Ida... He's a jackass, I'll say that much. <laughs> yeah, it's... What's going on here? But, yeah, the thing is that... With, with Ida... The thing with Ida is that... He's a great example of a good character introduction... Because he's introduced in a certain way, and then in this chapter we see he's not exactly what our first impression impression of him was, and it makes him more interesting because you know a one dimensional a two, or you know a two dimensional character introduction is hi I am a jerk, and then that's what they are. A three dimensional character introduction is hi I'm a jerk, and then well actually I'm not a jerk I'm actually quite a fun quite a nice guy, which with Ida we found out that, you know, for one, the main thing that I really like about him is that he realizes that he that his gut reaction in the exam was wrong. He realizes that he did the wrong thing, and then he decides, okay, I need to be better at this, and he specifically says, you know, spells it out. And then we also find out, you know, we get from his you know, from his introduction in this chapter, we find out that it's not so much that he's a jerk, but rather that he's very straight-laced, very by-the-books, follow-the-rules, and if somebody is, you know, breaking the rules, he'll, guy. yeah, if somebody's breaking the rules, he'll call them out on it, even if it's the protagonist who is, you know, inadvertently 
disturbing others with his muttering. You know, maybe we don't think it's a big deal, but for him, he's like, no, hey, you, you know, you're, you know, you're um, disturbing the people around you. So, but also we find out he's pretty massively socially awkward. So he's, we get more development on him, but yeah, he's a lot of fun. I absolutely love his introduction and, you know, just, yeah, he's great. And yeah, we also get um, to meet Ochaku. Ochako. Ochako Uraraka. You can call it Uraraka. It's actually what they tend Yeah. Uraraka. Yeah. What I, she is the, um, shall we say, she is the Hermione of the <laughs> uh, Harry Potter ruined young adult fiction for me forever. But yeah, she's the, the Hermione of the, of the group to, um, well, I'm going to call him Deku from now on because... Izuku's nickname, which was initially given as, you know, a bad nickname, but later on is given as a good nickname, is Deku. And Every time I hear Deku or see Deku, I think of the freaking Deku from that's, that's what I was thinking of. But yeah, so with him, he's oh. our Harry Potter, Ida is our Ron, and Uraraka is our, you know, is our Hermione in that none of them are anything like those characters whatsoever. They just happen to um, fill the role of protagonist, friend, and girl. Girl. <laughs> yeah. Also potential, also potential love interest. It's never really explored, uh, at least not in the first volumes, but... Well, well, let's not go there. We don't want to go there. Trust yeah, me. but, yeah, well, eventually, but... I want yeah. to, but I don't want to. Do it, yeah, too. Deku's reaction to... um. Um, Ochako uh, Uraraka his reaction to her is very much the I am a I am a kid that just started high school I have never talked to a girl this cute girl is talking to me now how, how do I do this and it's so, like but he didn't say anything <laughs> yeah yeah so you know it's very much a he's very bashful and embarrassed because girl but it's never, at least not yet, is it ever established as, hey, she's going to be the love interest. So she's more just, you know, she's his friend, as she's going to become shortly. And so, but, yeah. I think most people, when they look at the dyna the character dynamics, they're thinking, ah, oh, she's probably going to be the love interest. <clears throat> which maybe she will, maybe she won't, we don't know yet. So, which, I don't know. If they do go the the typical route. I hope it's done in an interesting way, at least. So, yeah, like, like a certain series I actually analyzed so much that I'm actually pretty upset how it ended. Don't you dare. Don't <laughs> you dare start this. Not again. We'll get into that eventually if we ever feel like punishing ourselves. But... Hang them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, they go to their gym, as it were, the hero course, and... We get to see that, you know, they're going to take the typical um, fitness tests, but this time they get to use their 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 quirks to add to it, such as Bakugo using his explosive powers to, to add an explosion behind the ball that he throws, and it flies further. Or improving their abilities. Well, actually, it, that's in the next chapter. When we go to chapter 6 where they use their, you know, it's stuff like, you know, long jump and running and such, where they improve their, you know, we get to see how much better they, um, it's basically to show that 
yeah, in, in regular school, you have to use just your regular physical abilities. Uh, but then when you throw in, hey, now you can use your powers, it suddenly shows that, oh, look how much better we are with our powers than we are without. And, of course, um, Deku has the slight problem of... Trying to, try, trying, to, uh, use his, trying to use the right amount of his power without, you know, causing horrible uh, <laughs> uh, recoil on his um, body. Yeah, because if he... Yeah, that's kind of the problem, is because if he... If he uses his power on just one of them, he can't do any of the others because he is in serious pain. It's and like he's always carrying a bazooka, you know, figuratively, and then if he, if he shoots it, well, you know, he, he's carrying a gun that can change like, into any shape or form. It's always, but it's always a bazooka, so he doesn't have to change the, the form of it. So he tries to shoot it, and then BAM! It like, hurts his arm the whole time. Every yeah. Time. So he's like, yeah. What would he do about the recoil hurting, hurting his arm? Yeah, like, for example, you've got, he tries, he finally manages to activate his quirk and is going to use it to throw the ball. Mm -hmm. But then their teacher, Eraserhead, who has the ability to erase the quirks of people that he's looking at, stops him because he's like, look, <clears throat> you're going to cause, you know, there's, you're going to cause, you know, injury to yourself. This is unacceptable. You can't, um, you know, you can't be a hero and get through this course if you're constantly going to the nurse's office with broken limbs. But then Deku managed to have yet another um, cheer, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, yet another um, stand-up and cheer moment when he uses his quirk and manages to focus it into a single finger and throw the ball 705.3 meters and in serious pain because his finger is now broken, but he can still move well, and break his arm. Finger. Mm -hmm. At least it's just his finger. Exactly, yeah, that's kind of like the idea. It's like, yeah, you know, he's in serious pain, and he didn't use all of his power, but he, um, you know, but he's still, he can still move. He's not incapacitated. Mm -hmm. And so the teacher's like, whoa, hey, this is kind of cool. <laughs> and then we move on to chapter seven, the last chapter, where it's... Oh, yeah. That's a fun one. Yep. Where we get the big reaction by um, Bakugo, who's like, wait a minute, what the crap, since when does he have a quirk? <laughs> and, yeah, so he kind of flips out a little bit, but, yeah. And then we get to the end where, where you know, they were saying, oh, if the lowest score gets expelled, and then Deku was like, yeah, that's yeah, me, that's going to be me. And then Racerhead is like, yeah, I was lying about expelling someone. And everyone, I love everyone's, yeah, <laughs> everyone's reaction is just like, it's hilarious, you should go read it. But, needless to say, so, yeah, and then of course we also find out that Aizawa, or Eraserhead, as his superhero name is, Aizawa. is, he's or very don't... much, yeah, he's very much the, and I hate to do this, but he's very much the Kakashi of the series. In that Kakashi was introduced as, hey, this guy he failed his last team. And this one, it's like we find out that, yeah, he's expelled an entire class of first years last year. Or a week, uh, let's see, last year, yeah. And so, yeah, it's very much, but then it turns out he's like, oh, I'm not actually expelling anyone. And then, <laughs> and it's very much the, uh, you know, the whole, oh, is this character going to, um, be a roadblock for our hero. No, they're actually going to help. So, 
Which, in which case, I guess if um, if he's Kakashi, I guess that would mean that All Might is um, Jiraiya. Oh boy, and we know what's gonna happen. <laughs> well, he is the mentor. He hasn't he hasn't croaked yet, but it will happen. Here's the thing about the series. Right from the start, um, okay, right from the start, um, All Might kind of kind of like you know he showed his like a uh, his wound that like really wrecked him really bad. From a very serious fight with someone in, in his past, and um, he even says that his like the thing like his powers, his um, his amount of time he can remain in his um, one for all form is like a uh, shortened. So, if of course it's gonna get more shortened over time somehow, and since he's passed his power to Deku, that's gonna that's probably gonna in yeah. some way, you know, happen in his own way too. So yeah, we know that that's like on All Might, but um. Yeah, he's a goner. He's the mentor. At he least he's still better than Jiraiya to me. I mean, I still like yeah. Jiraiya, but... Well, Jiraiya was a fun character to a certain extent, but again, I'm kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Not a huge, I'm huge fan of the perverts. <laughs> yeah. I did kind of enjoy, um, although with Jiraiya, I do have to admit, I did enjoy that, how it wasn't just, hey, I'm Kame Senen, and I'm a, I'm a pervert. And he's like, you know, like... Uh, What's his face in um, Dragon Ball? But they actually go all the way where they're like, "No, he's he's a pervert, but he's a professional pervert. <laughs> he writes erotic fiction." Actually, you know what's funny? I read some so I read some sort of interview with someone that uh, in case you know, he was actually worried about Jiraiya because he because he didn't think nobody would like Jiraiya because he was a pervert, and people actually were, and he was really surprised when Jiraiya was received so well. Poor, poor he, Kishimoto. What? Think, look, think, think you read Dragon Ball Kishimoto, don't you know? Perfect, like the best thing ever. No. <laughs> Here's the thing, that's poor Kishimoto. He is really bad at figuring out how people are going to receive his characters. He really is. Like, really, really bad. But, yeah, anyway, moving on. So, and then we end the volume. It's just sort of like, let's see. We get... Oh yeah, we do get a scene where we've got um, Deku and um, oh, dang it, what's his name? Um, what's Which his one? Name? Uh, dude with glasses. Ida. 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 Yeah, him and um, Ochako, who you know, they're all kind of, you know, they're all walking home together. So we get the first time where this little group gets together. Um, but we also, it's here that Deku accepts that you know Deku is. You know, Deku is an okay name just because Ochaku mentions that. Oh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, she's like, and he's <laughs> like, you know, Deku, you know, the name is just Kachan or Bakugo, as uh, his actual name is, um, you know, it's just him being a bully and giving him a derogatory pet name. But then Ochako's like, you know, but it just, it screams, do your best. And Deku's like, Deku's fine. And I love Ida's reaction. He's just like, Midoriya! He's like, no, don't. But, oh, well. But then we get yet another, we get the next day because, yeah, <laughs> I love the um, All Might's introduction to the hero course where it's like, I have come through the door like normal. And he's just <laughs> leaning through the door. I'm like, okay, All Might, you're the best. That's his gag, actually. That's his gag. Yeah, I, I also want to point out that in some of the... In the character profiles that you get between chapters in the volumes, oh, yeah, yeah, it mentions that. Let me see if I can find All Might here. Oh, is it? 
Well, 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 okay, so what about the one where um, Horikoshi showed on the design for All Might, but, the ed but his editors said, like, his editor or someone said, like, oh, he's too, he, he looks like an old man, I don't want to root for this guy. And then Horikoshi's like, they didn't like it, but you know what, I'm going to go for it anyway because that makes you want to make it even more better. I'm yeah. Like, he didn't listen to them, like, just because, you know. Yeah, it's like basically what it was that at the meeting with the editorial department, they're like, Who'd look up to this old guy? I don't want to be like him. Or you? Yeah. Or wouldn't he be better as a pretty boy? Which, by the way, shows a certain aesthetic sense that manga editors have that may not necessarily be accurate. It does come down pretty to bias. Boy, this is shonen. Yeah. No. If well, Tokyo. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. A character being physically attractive does not mean they're going to be a good character. Mm -hmm. Case in point, Jiraiya, one of the best characters in Naruto, versus Sasuke, a literal piece of shit. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, it is like, granted, a character being, a, being attractive or visually appealing to look at can give them a boost, but it is not the deciding factor for most people. For some people it is, but not for everyone. But, yeah, and... It's kind of funny. It's like, my manga buddy said, who's this weird, cheerful old dude? But their criticism <laughs> only fanned my flames. Thanks to them, now I give it my all when drawing him. So thanks for that, guys. So thanks, guys. You made, <laughs> you made the base, best character. But what I really love about that is that it shows that Horikoshi knows what he wants, and he's aware that just because an editor says it doesn't mean they're right. You know, exactly. an editor, that's kind of the thing. I think a lot of times people think, oh, if the editor says it, it must be right because it's their job to be right about manga. It's their job to make manga better, to catch mistakes, but the thing is, they're still human. If they're talking about, you know, if they're like, oh, wait, you made this error when drawing on this page compared to this other page, yes, yeah, that's the job. <laughs> and to a certain extent, it is also their job to say, okay, here's this, okay, this part doesn't really work, or this character design doesn't really work. That is their job. But mm -hmm. it doesn't mean they're going to be 100% right. Nor are they going to be right if they say, this character is lousy, let's instead, this, nobody likes this character, or this character is a jerk, let's instead replace them with a boring, one-dimensional, lousy, bo boring, lame character that, for some reason, everyone loves, and I don't understand manga readers, and, and that, who do you think I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, so anyway, let's not get into that. Believe me. We're never going to stop bad-mouthing that series. I have so series. much ammo on that, I am not kidding. Yeah, let's, let's not get into that. <laughs> I, I, want, I don't want to alienate a portion of the readership, unless hopefully they don't know what series we're talking about. Um, it's not with an M. <laughs> no, but still, I I really did like that 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 that, that um you know that he, that All Might wasn't well received by by the by the editorial department and even his uh, manga buddies like manga buddies. So which one like it's like the ones who work with him or the ones who work in other departments or something? Yeah, like, I think it was. Like, you imagine Oda probably saying, <laughs> Oda probably loved it. Old. No, he'll probably say, hmm, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, is that Oda is the king of badass old men. He is. And it's like, but the thing, the thing that I look at, when I look at all my... You probably say you should make him have gray hair. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing that I look, when I look at old All Might, <laughs> Old Might, sorry, <laughs> Old Might, All Spice, ha, <laughs> I'm, I'm an idiot. Anyway, no, but 
the thing about All Might is when looking at this first volume and thinking to myself, okay, if I replace All Might with a typical pretty boy, what do I gain? I don't actually gain anything. Okay, it doesn't change the impact of the character. Well, you know, I don't gain anything beneficial by doing that. So what if we take the character and leave him the way he is? What, you know, what benefit, you know, what do we get when we have him as he actually is? Well, for one, he's much more visually striking, much more, he stands out more. There's so many... Honestly, that's the one thing that I take away is that be wary of any advice that suggests that you make something unique more standard. Oh yeah, yeah, that was something that that was something about what I read about about Ryan such. I think like some authors have said it, but I don't know what exactly they said. It. Someone like um, if you give it to someone, they say it's bad. Don't don't trust them. If they if they I, I forgot how it went. I don't know, yeah. Right. It's, yeah, it's kind of like, I mean, sometimes saying, hey, this is too weird, maybe make tone it down a little bit, that's not always bad advice. Yeah. But if it's sort of like, you know, if it's suggesting, hey, let's take this interesting, unique thing that on its own is not bad and make it more like what's already out there, that I would be a little suspicious of. Yeah. But, and anyway, so volume one, we end with, they are going to do another, you know, they're going to do yet another test, because that's what they do, apparently. And they are doing it wearing their newly, their new superhero uniforms. And well, they're amateur hero uniforms. Yes, uh, they're hero uniforms. Superhero, right. Can't say that word. But, yeah. So, I do like it. Yes. <laughs> and, yeah. That is... Oh yeah, the, the character. Man, that's actually that's actually another thing about about this series. The character, the characters, not just the main character. They're all so much fun. Yeah, even there's. Bakugo. Yeah, there's. It's even Bakugo. Yeah, we're definitely gonna get into. Um, yeah, we'll get into the other characters more as we progress. But yeah, these are definitely a nice, good cast of characters. And what's really nice about them is that they all they're all visually interesting. They all stand out. They're not. They don't fade into the background. Even the ones that don't really do anything, are still interesting to look at. Yeah. And so, yeah. and that moves us on to volume two. Oh my God! I thought we were done. Done. <laughs> well, I don't know. We've gone on for an hour. We could probably stop here and then cover volume two later. Oh. Hmm. That's actually not a terrible idea. I don't know. We'll leave it. We'll leave it to the listeners. What do you think? Should we carry on, or should we stop and record this later? All oh, right, that's not how podcasts work, or at least that's not how podcasts made by someone that's too lazy to set up a stream work. Okay, we're not going to ask them, and then they'll automatically say yes, no matter what. Yeah, we'll say. Yeah, you want us to walk off this cliff? Yes. Okay, we'll walk off this cliff. Ouch. <laughs> I don't think our podcast is that bad. <laughs> I mean, sure, we talk over each other constantly, but I don't think we're that terrible. <laughs> I think you know what? Actually, I'm gonna say I think we'll cut it there. It's yeah. been we're we've already gone an hour. I want to try to keep it to an hour, so we're not yeah. 
driving people crazy, but yeah. Oh my God, there's still so much about this series I want to talk about. There is a lot, and we'll get into it. This gives us something to, take, to listen to next week. So, all right, we're going to... You okay? You sound like you hit yourself on something. No, no, I guess I just... just uh, okay. <laughs> all right, well, if you... In that case, we're going to just wrap things up here. And, yeah, sorry for that impromptu... Hey, look at this professional podcast and how they decide what to cover on their episodes. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Well, what we're going to, like I said, we're going to leave it there for now, and we'll get back and cover volume two um, next week. For now, if you have any questions or comments, if you go to burninglizardstudios.com, you can leave a comment on the episode. You can also email us at burninglizardstudios at gmail.com. Or you can go to Twitter, at Burning Lizard is my Twitter handle. Um, you can tweet at us. Um, uh, what the heck? Use the hashtag Manga Marathon. I'll, I'll probably look at that. Um, you can also go to, uh, you know what, the other things I'm not going to tell them about because I haven't put them together yet. So <laughs> they'll go there and there'll be empty pages. So, yeah, the usual. But, yeah, if there are any questions or comments or if, or anything like that, we will read them on the air and answer them. So let us know if you have any um, requests on what you would like us to cover, or if you prefer us to stick to one volume and talk about that volume for an hour, if you want us to talk about multiple volumes over multiple hours, whatever you like best. I know some people like to stick to an hour-long podcast, some people like very long podcasts. Personally, I like long podcasts because it means I have a lot to listen to. But as a podcaster... I am not a huge fan of long podcasts. Of playing games. Hmm? No, just saying. Just saying. Same thing. Yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah. But if you do like this series, please go check out your local bookstore or comic book store. Well, yes. I checked out my local bookstore for some reason. My comic book store didn't have it. Yeah. And give this series a shot. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that if nothing else, Volume 1 will be the best manga volume, shonen manga volume that you read in a long time. Whether, you, whether your feelings regarding the series change as the series progresses, I still think that Volume 1 stands out as one of the best um, first volumes of any shonen manga series out there. So I, right now, out there right now, right? <laughs> out there right now and quite possibly in history. You know, yeah, I think, I, I, think, I think it is better than the first volume of One Piece in some ways, too. It, it is. I mean, One Piece, favorite series, absolutely love it. Hugely but invested in it. It took some time it. to build. It took some time to build itself up there, out there. It, yeah, it, it is not a... It, One Piece, if it were being published right now, may not have made it through past the first couple volumes at the level that it was. It feels yeah. like... Maybe people were a bit more forgiving back then. I mean, it's definitely a good manga, the first volume of One Piece, but it is also very much... It, it's not its A-game in Volume 1. Its A-game comes a lot later on, but My Hero Academia, it comes out swinging. It's, you know... It's, it's brought its A-game. It already hits a game. home run as a first chapter. Yeah, the first chapter and all the, the subsequent chapters... It's a fantastic first volume. I highly recommend. It's, it's even getting it's even getting what like, like ranked first in um some in, in um the official rankings in Japan as of like current chapters. Like whoa! But then I'm looking. I'm like, wait, One Piece isn't, isn't even around right now on that. So like, he just got lucky. Yeah, yeah. One Piece, one's there too. Yeah, but 
All right. Well, yeah. we will. All right. We're going to sign off here. We'll see you all next week with My Hero Academia Volume 2.